to another episode of the Tune in 10. My name's Adam, that's Pete, and that is Vince on my right. It's been a bit of a happier week in the life of a Newcastle United fan, so let's, yeah, let's crack on and talk about that. Um, as usual, we've got five minutes on the clock for the first half. Once the timer stops, that's it, we stop talking. Let's crack on. Five minutes at the go, and we're off. Right. 1-0 at Bristol, we beat, um, we beat uh, Reading 4-1, um, seems that long ago, um, it's been six points, we've started, this is the real quiz, how did you find it guys? I'm not going to count my chickens before they've hatched, simply because um, the first two games weren't good enough and yeah, I don't think 4-1 was a fair reflection of the scoreline. A fair reflection of the match. It was a fair reflection of the scoreline. I don't think it was a real fair mm-hmm. reflection of the match. I think Redden were a bit better than that. And I think if we look at the stats for the Bristol match, we only had one shot on target. They had yeah. more shots on goal. And I think it was only three on target the whole match. So, yeah. so, good, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. Six points. We're up to about seventh in the league, I think. Um, but at some point, we have to put on a massive run. I mean, you look at Burnley, who won the league by only a few points last season. Mm-hmm. They went 22 games un- unbeaten. That's the kind of run you need to put in the championship. Right now, I don't see us having that consistency. But I'm not going to complain. Two wins, we're back to where we need to be. Yeah, Pete? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the, the store wasn't particularly good. But... I think actually getting an away win is a massive first and twelve in the offal bag. It really is like and and you know at this level, at any level, if you've got a striker in form who's playing with confidence, it's going to get you so far. Mm-hmm. And to see the way Gale is playing, the way he took that goal, yeah, there was only one shot, but Christ, yeah, he got that one win. chance and he took it very very well. After considering where we were after the first couple of games, now I'm pretty positive, and it, it just shows that I think he's obviously got quite a lot of calm. He's got a very calm presence, but he has yeah. people trust. We haven't him. panicked. Yeah, and his fans didn't panic, and I think we could have easily. It was annoying. Annoying, but had it been another manager, you would have. You would have. Well, that's why look control. at the reaction Moyes got after just losing two games yeah, at Sunderland. Well, he yeah. had those two fans yeah, going through. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been in the job for three weeks, but anyway, yeah. Well, that's, I, do you know I, what I mean? That's that's yeah, the yeah, that's the difference. I found two similarities actually in in the two games. Certainly, like the Reading game uh, with the six two at Norwich last season. Um, that was another game where at half time, you actually forget how much that game was hanging in the balance, and then ultimately a, a scoreline at full time that seemed to kind of flatter us. Because um, that Norwish game, it was about it was about two two at half time. I think it was. No, it it was really, could have gone either way. Or three, we, we just we maybe just got three two. No, no, but I'm a bit three one. I was still not. They they made it three. It was, it was right in the balance. Um, and actually, another. Um, if we look at the, the Dwight Gale's goal against Bristol, almost a carbon copy of um, Mitrovic's goal in that Norwich six two, where um, Sissoko crossed it in on the break from the right. Um, Mitrovic let it come across and then a left foot finish across the keeper very very similar goals to that Mitrovic one as to Gales with Diarmi playing him through I'm actually pleased um, that you know Diarmi was a little bit invisible in his first game maybe he wasn't fully maybe a bit rusty um, coming into a brand new team um, but great that he, he, he interesting he got a key number 10 I didn't think they were playing there yeah well like I say he can bring goals and, and he's got a bit more technique that he can maybe slip a ball through which we've kind of seen but I think 
that's good chemistry already, you know. Um, he, he's the kind of player that we, he's one of the most senior players that we've got in the squad. And we need players like him that are going to make that difference, that are going to create. We talked on the last um, episode about where the goals, where the creativity are going to come from. I mean, we've now seen a lot of different goals. We've had a couple of penalties. We've had score from direct free kick. We've scored on the break. We've scored when uh, fully attacking, tap-ins, you know. There's a nice blend and variety of, of, of now how we're, we're creating more chances. Fair enough, we weren't really hit the target against Bristol City, but I saw enough against Reading in the second half to, sh to think, yeah, I think we, we, we're slowly learning how to utilise Gale to his, best, uh, to his best abilities. What's your take on the team? Because Kieran Clark left back, Anita right back, Anita in a front three. Yeah, Anita's, yeah. Why do we to be, get people settled Anita, look, in the right positions? Anita will ultimately be a utility man. No, but, come in. but I think it, Yeah, I, I know you're right, but I think he's clearly lacking recruits, which apparently he's been, he said he wants about three or four this before the end of the window so we haven't seen the final his final team yet so we'll see that but it was interesting actually against um, Reading that he he seemed to kind of look to be playing a 4-4-2 um, with Perez and Gale up front um, and with sort of Richie and sort of a neat further back as it was ended up being looks like Perez going to yeah. start many games I think Perez is going to be a bench he's been, player this he's been a bit off the boil but I think he, I think we know what he can bring we know his talents Stop, that's the end of the first half. Um, six points better than the last episode. So, onwards and upwards, guys. Um, we'll be back after half-time. See you after this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the second half of the Tune in 10, brought to you by the Tune Network. Right, so now that the goals are started uh, banging in, um, let's talk about um, the impact, for, for start, let's talk about the impact of our strikers. Um, this week we've got the return of Mitrovic, um, and little Dwight's been, been on fire. So let's talk about that, time at the ready, and go! So, let's, let's go to you Vince first, you, you predicted uh, Dwight Gale would be the top goal scorer, um, our top goal scorer this season, he's certainly... He certainly started well. Yeah, of course. And for me, it was, it was a no-brainer. They've given him the number nine. He's been <clears> our second most expensive recruit. You know, they've clearly bought him into play. He's not going to have been stepping down from Palace on a promise that he's not going to be playing every game. And I just think, well, you've seen his quality. He'll absolutely lap it up against championship defences with his speed. I think he'll really, sound silly saying he's obviously coming to his own now, four goals. I think when you see Mitrovic played alongside him, it's going to be an absolute goal heaven. I think him and Mitrovic, big man, little man, they'll lap it up. I Unfortunately, I know one of you had, had Perez to be the leading goal scorer. I think Perez and Armstrong will be the ones that miss out. I think we'll eventually play either a 4-4-2 or Gale sort of playing just behind him. Just and Mitrovic leading the line. I, I, I can't see them. Both of them will start eventually. So, yeah, great start. Just what I expected. What I would like to see Benitez try... Is Anita up front? <laughs> they never. Uh, I'd like to give some keeper gloves. Okay, yeah. Um, for, I mean, for, like, it was evident in the first couple of games, and actually, in you know, against Reading for a time as well, that we've been desperately missing a target man, and we didn't really know how to play with Gale. I still, as much as he's had a, a, an, an excellent week, Gale. Um, 
And I, I really, I feel like he's probably one of those players that like, plays on confidence. And oh, I really need this game. kind of, we kind of need the score and run while he started well. This score and run to continue because I worry that if if he, if he does miss a couple of shots or whatever, his head might. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I know he's missed. This is it. Thing. This is it. And I think they've never persevered with him. But I think because he's missed a lot of that football, I think it is about esteem for him. It is about confidence, and he needs. He needs that encouragement and to be nurtured in that way that I think Podge didn't fancy it all. Honestly, do I think because of the because he's, it's not just one goal and the, the very good goals as well. Mm. And that free kick. Got, yeah, the free kick. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I was um, we lined up the free kick and, and Dwight Gale was standing over and I was kind of like actually every every direct free kick we've had so far this season Dwight Gale's always been in amongst it but then he's never actually taken one and <laughs> um, I could remember anyway I don't think he has uh, and I was basically slagging him off in my stand with a few people around me and I was just saying nah he doesn't look like he can kick at 10 yards and then he just <laughs> floats it over top in um, bit annoying that I'll have to got a hand to it because those goals always look better when the keeper kind of get to it but um, no I kind of take that away from it and, and again it's anticipation yeah, yeah, for, so, so for going the, on the confidence the confidence for him to go for that at home you know with a, with a crowd really at that point who especially were, after un, we weren't sure of him we were thinking 10 million seemed a lot I, I don't know where that fee came from and I, and I mean, you know, after the, particularly the first game, first couple of games really, he was anonymous, we're thinking, we don't know how to play Gale. As Vin says, the idea of having a big man next to him, with him as the foil, it should be perfect. I mean, do you I think still go could back this to be, supply, I still could this, go back yeah, to supply. Yeah, do you think this could be like the next Shearer Bellamy? Well, why not? I mean, that, Mitrovic's that, better in the that's air. That's the idea, I And he, he'd be running on for flick-ons. Um, you know, I, I honestly feel like a four four two could work for us, but again, we need, as I'm sure we're getting to get recruits, we've got Richie, but we need another senior creator winger who yeah, can either who can either like say create or can score from 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 the, from from the, from wide positions as well, like a wing forward, whatever. Um, because yeah, whoever I know we've taught these four names. Do you know of anyone we're linked with? Who plays in that position? I mean, you, you, like Knockout and, and, and Forestieri that probably won't go away until... Knockout was the one that he wanted, yeah. but he reckon we're not... And I think Knockout would be a good sign because he's proven at that level. And, and then we're taking away from him. Yeah, he was a classic part well. for Brighton. And, really we, and we play Brighton at the weekend, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's not happening. Um, yeah. I think that's... I don't know. They're keeping a lot of things close yeah, to the chest, I think. We all know that's that's what we need. I think everything else is, is there. I really do. Um, I'm I'm still not sold on cells. I've got to say, uh, as I'm in number one, I, I'm not I'm not feeling him yet. I don't think we need to sign a keeper. I don't think uh, we need, but because he has a surprise him, again it, again because it's Benitez. I, I'm I well, the better. Start, I better have more than, if, than, than not enough. Manager, if McLaren had came in with the man, the keepers we've got and decided to bring his own keeper in from a league that we right. don't know and the player we don't know and put him straight in number one, I'd be like, that's a bit. Yeah, but then you go, I think, that's, but yeah. Quick half, strong back today. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's hope we can find a place for Mitrovic and Gale to continue banging them in. Because um, I think, with look, <laughs> Gale's got four and four now. He's almost assuring to get at least, you know, he's going to get double figures. So... Well, I'd like to think. I think it's a no-brainer. But, uh, but yes, of course, you need um, you need good um, service from the wings as well. Matt Ritchie started well. Pete, do you want to tell um, 
Do you want to tell the guys a um, little story about Matt Ritchie? So, um, yes. So I'll put you on the spot there, so. <laughs> so I talked to someone uh, at the club, you know, sources and that, and um, they said that when Matt Ritchie went through his medical, he broke every record that medical team had ever seen for any player who's ever signed for Newcastle, and they like think of him as just some sort of freak. And it's apparently the talk of the whole club is about how physically fit Matt Ritchie is. I mean, yeah. well, he's a he, he's a he's a proper ragpacker. We saw like his, uh, his celebration, celebration after the, after yeah, the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he but he does go around the pitch just like he's a fierce little thing. Like yeah. and he, I I I think he's you know I think Gail has been excellent uh, with his with his goal contribution. But I, I really think Matt Ritchie so far in those first four games he's shown already how key. He's I mean, missed we'll a never, I think he's never fit, but I don't think we've signed one Duff player so far this transfer window. Everyone's come on. Well, well I haven't played that. Hammers. Uh, yeah. yeah. But he'll, he, he, he will be. He'll be sound, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you have a look, Hayden scored, Richie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gale, Sells looks all right. I, I, think, I think we've. Clark looks good, good. Handy yeah. looks good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we haven't signed one Duff player yet. When was the last time we could say that? Yeah. Torvan, Cabela. De Jong, who's gone today? Sam De Jong. Mm. He's gone. He, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I got this notification through on Twitter and it was like, he's passed his medical and was just like, <laughs> you what? <laughs> That's the only thing he did for us was pass his medical. Right, I think uh, somebody had posted as well on Twitter, I forget which account it was, um, they'd gone up the Chronicle mobile site and there was a it was a picture of uh, De Jong in his uh, PSV red and white stripes, yeah. right. and uh, underneath was a, an advert for injury lawyers for you. <laughs> and they said, "Was this uh, was this intentional um, digital advertising?" But yeah, look, it never really happened for him. Uh, I, I, never I really, really happened for him. I mean, it didn't happen for him. No, it didn't happen for him. I I, I, I think I I quite like the idea of him, yeah, and yeah. I think he could have been a really good influence on and off the pitch a bit of seniority that we're kind of lacking at the minute um but look if you're going to get injured it, it, it's a it, it's a waste of a squad number place and it was a collapsed lung that did it for me <laughs> it's just uh, like, a second uh, collapsed lung i mean how often do you hear of a football player with a collapsed lung uh, it's just he would have he would have got injured playing monopoly like yeah. i just it, it's a shame but you know best of luck to him um and well, he just managed it so yeah well, yeah, that means the, the hallowed uh, number 10 shirt is free. Um, so I'd like to see Charlie Adam come in. <laughs> really? I, I can't see him. I think Charlie there. Adam would be, he's not really getting a game for Stoke. I think Charlie Adam would be a good signing for us. Watch the space. Well, hopefully, the next time we speak to you, we'll be celebrating a win against Brighton at home. Cheltenham, uh, Cheltenham in the EFL Cup, the newly branded. Um, and hopefully, um, we'll have some new signings mm. before the end of the transfer window because we bloody need them. So, yeah. Right. Well, we'll say goodbye to you there. I've been Adam. That's been Pete. That's been Vince. This has been another episode of the Tune in 10. Please like, please subscribe. Share us all over, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. You're going to see a little of that Dom. Dom Noble, this is just for you, mate. <laughs> see you later, guys. Bye, bye.